are listening to Yoga Boss, episode 36. Welcome to Yoga Boss, the only podcast for ambitious yoga teachers who know the real value of yoga, where life coach and yoga teacher Jackie Skinner teaches you how to rewire your brain to confidently leap from employee to yoga entrepreneur. Are you ready to build the business of your dreams? my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? I hope you're doing really well. I want to paint the picture. I sometimes do this. Beautiful day, blue sky. It's like 75 and sunny. Sadie is outside sleeping on the porch and I'm inside with my pumpkin candle going, recording a podcast for you. We've made it to October. Isn't that so fun? I love October. It's the start of the holiday season in my mind. And it just kind of seems like I've hit this sweet spot. My business is running so smoothly and I'm hitting the revenue goals I'm setting. And then I'm also having time to like totally check out and travel and see family. And it feels like a a nice balance. So I'm doing really well. I hope you're doing the same. And I really want you to know that like, as I say that, I don't want you to picture my life as it's like perfect all the time because <laughs> earlier today I was dealing with feeling incredibly anxious. So things are going well and I'm also human. That's how it works. Okay. So let's dive in. Last month we really talked about how your thoughts about money impact your relationship with money and why that is so important. And we're taking that to the next level today. So if you haven't listened to episode 35, you can still listen to this one, but just make sure you go back and you listen to episode 35 and you actually pause it and answer all the questions that I ask in that episode of your thoughts about money, because that'll help you so much in overcoming any sort of limiting ideas about what's possible for you or how much money you can make in your business. So this week we're talking about hitting 8K months in your business. 8K months are roughly the point where you've set yourself up to make 100K in one year. And the way that I also am going to talk about this is almost scaling past the employee mindset of money, scaling past whatever you were making as an employee, whether you were in a corporation in a job or your employee setting was actually at a yoga studio, either one will work. We're just going to scale past what you believe to be possible there. And we're going to talk about scaling in terms of 8K months. So the first thing you want to consider is where your belief is right now about where money comes from. The reason that this is so important to consider is the employee mindset. The brain of the employee thinks that I show up and I go to work and I type on my keyboard and I drink some coffee, take a lunch break, I sit on some meetings And then I get a check every single two, every single, every two weeks in the mail or direct deposit. (laughs) That's not important, (laughs) y'all. The same could be true for if you're an employee in a yoga studio. 
typically it's you show up, maybe you sign your students into class, maybe you don't, you teach a yoga class, you say goodbye to your students, you clean up the room, and then you leave, and then money comes to you. The reason we want to see this is because the employee mindset for creating money is really that I show up, I sit there, I put in the hours or hour of teaching, and then I make money. But what this employee mindset misses is that time doesn't create money. And we know this is true because if you truly just showed up to your job and didn't actually do the work, you would eventually get fired. It's not just showing up. It's not just sitting at a desk. It's not just standing in a room for an hour that creates money. The entrepreneur mindset, the yoga boss mindset is value creates money. And that's always it, y'all. Just value. What's useful and helpful for your people creates money. Now, you want to see this because as an employee, the value that you were creating for your company is how you got your paycheck every two weeks. But most of us didn't see it like that. We saw it as we're hired, we show up and we do the job and then we get paid. But the company saw it as this person creates a certain amount of value for our company and we pay them for the value that they create for us. So if you're a yoga teacher, the studio that has hired you sees that as a teacher, you create a certain amount of value or i.e. revenue for their business, and then they pay you based on the revenue you create or based on what they really want to pay you for the value that you bring. So it's true everywhere. Value creates money, whether you're an employee or you're an entrepreneur, but you really want to see that that's what creates money instead of telling yourself in this like belief that we kind of all grow up in is having a job, sitting at a desk, that creates consistent income. It's just not true. The second thing is you want to start to question what you think is your limit for how much money you can make. So a lot of the times your brain will look to the past to create what is realistic or probable in your future. So your brain looks to the past of what you've made in your nine to five job or what the studio paid you for a class And it tries to predict based on that what's possible for you in the future. And you'll put a income ceiling on yourself without even knowing it. And you'll be like, well, I'm just doing math, Jackie. It's just realistic and logical. But what you've made in the past has nothing to do with what you can make in the future. Let me just say that again. What you've made in the past money-wise does not determine or predict or have any indication of what is possible for you to make in the future. In entrepreneurship, there is no income ceiling. You get to decide again and again, do I want to keep growing and what is possible for you? So instead of staying in that employee mindset of, 
this is what a person in my job typically makes, and this is their typical path, and this is typically where they max out salary-wise, you want to pull that back and say, wait a second, there is no typical path, there is no typical salary, there is no maxing out here. For a long time, I worked at studios, and I was responsible for paying the teachers for their classes. And we had a max rate we could pay teachers and the minimum starting rate we could pay teachers. It was like this very specific range. So even if you were this incredible teacher delivering amazing value to the studio, you were never going to make for the company more than that max rate. And so then once we set that into place and all of our teachers say, yes, that's okay, I agree to that, that's it. We've capped what you can make as a teacher at the studio. Why that's troubling is we take that cap that this company decided for their own business and we look through that filter to the rest of the world. So then we start to tell ourselves, well, this is the maximum amount that someone will pay me for yoga, which is not entirely true. It's just the maximum amount that studio was willing to pay you to teach class. But there is no maximum amount that someone will pay you for yoga. That's not a thing. So your former job, your former nine to five, isn't what you can expect to make forever. And the way that I want you to think about this is, again, money is created from creating value. Value creates money is the other way to say it. When you show up and you create value for a company, the company is designed to be profitable. So let's say you show up and you're an employee at a studio and you are teaching class. The studio hopefully has set up their business to be a profitable yoga studio to continue serving their students. Now, because the business, the studio has set itself up to be profitable, they are going to get more value from you than what they actually pay you, right? It's business. It just makes sense. Now, as an employee, we agree to this and we say it's totally fine. As an entrepreneur, it's a different story. The, the place that I really saw this was selling teacher trainings for studios. So enrolling teacher training for certain studios it would be the work of selling $400,000 of training profit and the person selling the training or actually doing the work or creating the value or leading the training would be getting paid an hourly wage, right? So you can see that the studio would bring home so much more profit than what the teacher actually made. Now, again, as an employee, we agree to this and it's totally fine and they're just running a business. There's nothing wrong with it. But you're getting just a fraction of commission, essentially, on what the actual value, the actual revenue that you are contributing to the studio is. The other way I want you to think about this is if you were teaching a yoga class and your rate is $40 per hour, and you have 40 students who are at least all paying $20 for the class, 
you are making $40 and the studio is making so much more, right? The studio has set it up so that the class is profitable, including the cost of paying you. The studio makes $800 for that class. You get 40, they pay for the space in the room, and then the studio is left over with some profit. So what The reason that I'm talking through all this and really highlighting it is because I want you to know that as an employee or as a yoga teacher, it's really easy to believe that you can't make a ton of money teaching yoga when that actually isn't true. When there is no limit with what you can make teaching yoga, there is no limit of what you can make in your yoga business. You just have to understand that the mindset is totally different, right? I don't want you to believe like if I was making $40 a class at the studio at this job, that's what I can charge for my privates. It's not true. People are willing to pay more. You are able to make more. You just have to increase your income ceiling to be able to do that. What you got from the studio, your take-home pay, wasn't even like where the company actually valued you at. They knew you were creating more value, and the company still has to make a profit. The studio has to still make a profit. The same thing is true if you were just in a nine-to-five, right? If you've got a nine-to-five salary, the company you work for values you so highly, and then you get a percentage of that value as your salary, and this is kind of the agreement right? So this is the employee mindset. And this is what you want to kind of push past to see that there is no income ceiling in entrepreneurship. There is no income ceiling. Once you remove yourself from being the employee, there is no governing body out there saying, this is the amount that this person will pay for yoga and it's no more. And this is the amount that you can make as a yoga teacher and there's no more. And that's what you want to start to be really curious about and question because it's totally possible to hit 8k every single month it's totally possible to make 100k in your yoga business but the very first thing that you have to do is believe that it is possible is see that that is possible based on the value that you've been offering already and now you're just going to bring that all that value back to your business and to yourself instead of doing it through a company, through being an employee. If you aren't hitting 8K in your business, it's totally fine. You might, in that case, be undercharging. You might still have the employee mindset that this is the maximum amount I can charge for private or X, Y, and Z. And you also might just be stuck in that employee thought loop of what's possible for you. So I was working with a client this week and we were kind of talking about where her income ceiling is. And a lot of the times you can just look at what you've made in the past and it'll show you your income ceiling. So if you've made 50K in the past, that's what you believed you could make. You want to increase your income ceiling to start to be the kind of person who makes 100K, who lives in that 100K mindset. And then from there, there is no limit. There is no stopping you at 100K multiple six figures, seven figures. It's up to you of what you want to create for your students and for the world. Now, the thing is, this isn't about the money. (laughs) 
money is so fun. And money is something that I think we all should be talking about and have no kind of shame or like wanting to hide from it at all. And at the same time, when you're willing to say, this is the value that I'm delivering to the world and increase the amount of value that you're delivering to the world, that's helpful and useful to your students. It's not for the money. It's so that you can serve your students at the highest quality level out there possible. That's why we do this. That's why we push our income ceiling so that we're constantly growing into a higher quality product or service for our people. So I want you to ask your brain to look around and create a list of, I don't know, eight people, 10 people who are making the money that you want to make, 100K, whatever it is, making the money that you want to make and doing it the way that you want to do it. So I don't want you to look at people and be like, okay, well, she's making a ton of money, but she's working all the time and hustling and seems stressed. I want you to find people who are making the money that you want to make and who are doing it the way that you want to do it whether that means they're remote or they're traveling or they've got time off or they're doing it in a really relaxed manner. That's what you want to start to show your brain evidence of. So it starts to believe, hmm, if it's possible for this list of people, it might also be possible for me. Then when you get into the space of possibility, it becomes just about math. It becomes numbers and what you need to do to hit 8K every month, depending on the price of your offer, depending on what you're doing and the value that you're bringing, you'll have to figure out some math. Then you step into the yoga boss role, the entrepreneur CEO mindset, and you say, I am going to try this. I'm going to do this. This is my plan to create that math in my business, to hit those numbers in my business. And hey, you might not get it on the first try, totally fine. You might not get it on the third try, totally fine. But every time you show up and you try, you're going to get a little bit smarter as an entrepreneur and you're thinking like an entrepreneur. Now, here's what's really important. When you set your goal, your income goal, so let's say 8K per month income goal, that is your financial plan, financial forecast in your business. It is a hundred percent your responsibility to do what you need to do, to feel how you need to feel and to think on purpose to create and hit your income goal. Anything that stops you, doubt or confusion or overwhelm, is a sign that you are back in the employee mindset. You're back in employee thinking. Anything that tells you like, maybe this month isn't the 8K month. Maybe this month is the 6K month. I want you to know that that's the employee thinking. Maybe I'm not quite as valuable. You're always valuable. Maybe my offer isn't as valuable as I thought it was gonna be and I have to lower my standards. No, we just got to figure out how to create more value and tap into more people. You want to break it down and make it math. That's it. Now, give your brain a process or some sort of plan in order to hit your goals. So I was working with a client today 
and we used the analogy of baking a cake. Let's say you have a recipe for how to bake a cake and you gather as many as the ingredients as you can find in your kitchen and you put them all on the counter and you see that you're missing flour. Don't have any flour, but for some reason you decide to tell yourself, I'm going to do this anyway, even though I'm missing an ingredient. Baking that cake wouldn't be very fun. You would know ahead of time that it wasn't going to taste very good, that it wasn't going to turn out. You would make yourself get through it, but you would be dreading the whole thing. What I see happen in business is so many people tell themselves as the employee thinking that they don't have all the answers. They don't have all the ingredients. They don't have everything that they need to hit 8K every month. And then they try and go out and hit 8K every month. They come back and they're tired and exhausted and stressed and it's not super fun. So it's not that you are going to need to go find the how or figure out how to do this from someone else or that you're missing anything. The entrepreneur mindset, the yoga boss mindset, the CEO mindset is you deciding your process to make 8K. You decide a process to hit your goals. This is what I teach my clients. I give them my process. I'm like, here, this is what you have to do. It's everything that you need to do. Go do this so that they have all of the ingredients right there. But even if you don't, aren't working with me with a client, you just got to decide what is your process to hit 8K. And then you go out and you test it and you do it. Sometimes, even when you have all the ingredients, the cake doesn't turn out. That's okay. It's fine. We just try again. You have everything that it takes. You just have to decide what it is you're going to do to get to your goals. The way that I like to think about setting your 8K goal is setting your GPS in your car. When you set a very clear goal every month and you go for it, you have a very clear direction. You're deciding your process to get there. When you start to shift back into the employee mindset and negotiate with your goals and lower the goal or tell yourself it wasn't really possible yet, it's like not setting the GPS in your car and then trying to get somewhere. There's no way to know if you're on track, if you're making the right turns, if you're like, there's no way to evaluate what's happening. So the goal isn't there for you to hit. The goal is there as your, uh, what's coming up for me is like as your Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, as this guiding light in the storm to help you keep moving forward. That's why we set the goal. It's not to just go and get the money as fast as we can, but it's to see if you're on track of building what you want to build and serving who you want to serve. Now, I want you to really shift into you control, you are in control of how much money you make. One of the things that you'll want to stop doing is stop telling yourself that you don't know how or you're not in control or there's some secret to being in control of making money. You are in control of how much money you make by creating what is value 
useful, helpful for your students and showing up for them. That is how you show up and you make money. Now, as the entrepreneur, you take 100% responsibility for that. You have the goal as the leading light out front and you go towards it and you do what you can do to create it. Okay, my friends, 8K months. Here's the thing. Nothing needs to change for you to be able to hit an 8K month this month. You are not missing anything. There's nothing that you need to fix about your business or your offer. There's nothing you need to fix about yourself. You have everything that it takes right now. You already have the value and the insight and the goodness inside. And your students want what you're offering. The demand is so there. Even when confusion and doubt like to pop up and tell you you don't know what to do next, you don't have a plan, come back to trusting yourself. Choose a plan. Choose a process. There is no right or wrong way. The way that you do it will always be exactly right. You will always learn exactly what you need to learn at the time you need to learn it. And you will always figure out how to continue to shift to make that 8K month happen if you never end up lowering the income ceiling or lowering the goal or telling yourself it's not possible. What you made previously from your job, from a studio, from someone else hiring you to teach yoga is no indication of what you can and will make in your business. You will blow your own mind, I promise you. It doesn't have to take long. You're going to scale way beyond 8K months. This is how we do it. The first thing that you want to do is start to believe that it's possible. Collect the evidence. Show your brain that you can totally do this. All right, my friends, 8K months. So fun. It really is. I know some of you are like, Jackie, doesn't feel fun right now. Remember, you've got all the ingredients. You've got everything that you need. How could it be fun? If you want specific strategic help on setting up your plan and your process for getting to 8K months, y'all, this is what I offer my clients. I just taught them the process that I used to build multiple six figures. Now, they might, all my clients like adapt it and make it their own, which I think is so cool and lovely, but it's that starting point to get you going. So if you are consistently hitting lower than 8K or just like in the place where you're bewildered at 8K, set up a business consultation call with me and we'll go through the process that I teach them and the steps that I teach them to make money. And we'll see if we're the right fit to work together. I am taking on this last month new clients for the last time before I have the baby. So if you've been thinking about working with me and you've been waiting, now is the time. Otherwise, the next time will be in 2021. So crazy. So fun. All right, my friends, have a wonderful week. I will talk to you next week. Got some good stuff cooking up for you. Happy Friday. See you in episode 37.